some thought him mad, he began liquidating his assets and selling off property. He borrowed against his life insurance policy and even licensed the rights to his own name. With company doing so well, why would he leave now to do something different, something so risky? But in 1952, that's exactly what Walt Disney did. He had not gone mad. What he did was to make an existential flex. It's the flexibility that one should have to achieve his imagination above everything else. Walt Disney was accustomed to taking risks and doing new things. As a young artist working in the emerging field of animation, Disney was constantly innovating. He was one of the first to make short films in which real actors would interact with cartoon characters. In 1928, he was the first to make a cartoon with synchronized sound. In the animation classic Steamboat Willie, dissatisfied with just making entertaining shots designed to make an audience smile, however, Disney set out to make an animated film that was a believable substitute for reality. one that could elicit the full range of human emotions and in 1937 he released the first ever feature length animated film snow white and seven dwarfs snow white was like nothing but the world had ever seen before this evolution of disney's work wasn't the result of experimentation for the sake of experimentation now was it driven by a desire to get rich or become famous i doubt with each step Disney was becoming closer to his imagined world, inviting audiences to leave the stress and strains of the life behind and enter into a more idyllic world of his creation. The seeds of Disney's work were planted when he was just a boy. When he was 4 years old, his father Elias moved the family from Chicago to live on a farmstead in rural Marceline, Missouri. The young Walt played outdoors. where there were often animals roaming around where he was surrounded by extended family and a supportive community it was as his older brother roy later recounted just heaven for the kids but the idyllic childhood did not last long elias disney's attempt at being farmer was ended in failure and 5 years after they arrived in marceline the family was forced to move again landing in the kansas city Elias bought a paper route and the young Walt was put to work to help the family make ends meet but it didn't help and as their financial struggles compounded so did Elias stress and temper it reached a point Walt Disney recalled that to tell the father to that to tell the truth with my father got me a licking fortunately back on the farm Disney had discovered drawing as a hobby that gave him a perfect escape from what he perceived as the hardships of real life for the rest of his days disney would use his art and imagination to offer others a chance to escape their present circumstances too to make them to a place where they could experience the kind of joy he remembered from his childhood in the little town of marceline walt disney's ability to transport people to another world turned out to be quite profitable in addition to the critical and popular acclaim when snow white came out it crossed over 8 million dollar in the first year alone which is equivalent to 140 million dollar today with the money and success generated from the film walt built a studio in burbank california and a corporate culture that was as former employee don lusk described just heaven
to repay the debt accumulated from building the studio and fuel their growth, Roy Disney, CEO of Walt Disney Productions, wanted to take the company public. Walt opposed the idea for the fear that shareholders would meddle in the business. Eventually, however, Disney succumbed to the pressure and company did go public. As the company grew, it faced a host of new challenges. For starters, the culture of the company became more stratified. Perks that used to be offered to everyone, for example, were now only offered to more senior people. And as wage gaps increased, so did internal dissent. And for the first time, Disney faced hostile struggles with unions. The breakdown of Disney's studio Utopia, combined with pressure to do more cost-conscious live-action movies, and the creative restriction he felt from the bureaucracy left Disney feeling downright defeated about the future. Walt Disney Productions had become more finite and less visionary, and Disney became convinced that the business could no longer serve as a mechanism to make his imagination true. Despite his frustrations, his vision remained as infinite as ever, which is why Disney decided to make an existential flex and he quit to do something new. Taking all the money he had from selling property, other assets and his shares in Walt Disney Productions, combined with a loan he took against his life insurance policy, in 1952, Disney formed a new company called WED after his initials, Walt Elias Disney, and set to work on a new project, once that he believed could advance his imagination more than anything that came before an actual place where people could go to escape the reality of their everyday lives. He was going to build the happiest place on earth. He was going to build Disneyland. Unlike the often dangerous and dirty amusement parks that existed in the day, which tended to be just collections of uh, random rides, the place Walt wanted to build would be safe and immaculate and have a coherent story that ran throughout the park. There would be no signs of toil or trouble, nothing dark and seedy lurking in the shadows. Here people would be fully immersed in a perfect illusion. I think what I want Disneyland to be most of all is a happy place. A place where adults and children can experience together some of the wonder of life, of adventure and feel bit better because of it, said Disney. It is a place where you leave today and enter the world of tomorrow and yesterday. Whereas audiences could only watch movies at Disneyland, they could be in the movies. And unlike a movie which is finite, the park was something that could keep evolving forever. Walt Disney further explained that Disneyland will never be finished. It's something that we can keep on adding to. A motion picture is different. Once it's wrapped up and sent for processing, we are through with it. If there are things that could be improved, we can't do anything about them anymore. I've always wanted to work on something alive, something that keeps growing. We have got that in Disneyland. Like so many entrepreneurs, Walt Disney put everything on the line when he started his business. Setting out to build Disneyland, however, was perhaps the biggest of all because he did not have to do it. He had a lot more to lose than he had for the first time. This is the plight of the infinite-minded visionary leader. Once he realized, that the company was on a path that could no longer advance his cause, he was willing to put everything on line 
to start over again. He did not leave a failing business. He found a better way to create a future he imagined once. Now let me ask you a question. What would you do if you get a strong sense of purpose today? Are you willing to put everything on stake to build that future? If yes, then suppose if Walt Disney had failed, would you still do that? Please share your opinion to the email address mentioned in the description.